0: you cold call people now still you don't really have to you're christopher john rogers
1: well the guy is michelle obama, obama wears people. your suits <laughs> she does the views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists and by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials oh it's for you it's for you
0: Welcome back everyone. The more and more I do this, I really I really feel like I'm welcoming back mm-hmm. a dedicated crew of listeners. Welcome back to Blue Cheese. Um old listeners, welcome new listeners. This is episode 19. Oh my god. We're like deep in the double digits. Yeah. Um who would have thought this podcast I started in my basement with moving blankets hanging around me. <laughs> doing way too much with editing. Anyone who listens to the early episodes I was doing a lot um would turn into this fabulous well-oiled machine. Today, I'm super pumped to be in the presence of greatness. Also somebody I consider a friend I haven't been able to s- I haven't seen It'll in, which in is, a long time. Which is sad cuz I'm right Which on is the sad you are literally right, there. right next to me. Yeah. My all fault. day. No, it's b- we're both at fault. Yeah. Um please introduce yourself.
1: Hi. My name is Christopher John Rogers.
0: Yay. Yay. Christopher John Rogers. Um everyone get your google on. Period. We're going to start with, you know, I was torn, so Christopher sent two songs, mm-hmm. which happens sometimes here, I have to say.
1: I'm indecisive. Some I'm a people
0: libra. are like, you know, they get your libra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it happens where it's funny when we started the pod when I when we when I started the pod, people were quick to answer with the song choice, mm. like really instinctual. I was like, "You got to answer right now!" Almost yeah. like this kind of psychological test. Yeah, yeah. But as you know, the episodes are on.
1: Mm. People like, people there's like this wait. Pressure. I have to
0: think about my pick yeah um so i think i'm gonna play both dot back to back i'm gonna play the first one you sent because you sent it pretty you did send this pretty quick yeah um and when you sent it you actually said i play this all the time (laughs) so we're gonna play a little snippet here it is
1: I'm gonna keep this feeling close to me, but I think I lost my mind. 11 months of disability, keeping up this facade of mine. I'm gonna buy you some roses, baby. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'll be talking my shit so I can keep on.
0: This is a pretty sweet vibe. Yeah. Um anyone unfamiliar, this is Cartoons. Yeah. Uh this particular track is featuring Nigel Hall and it's called Groceries. Um this album is pretty new. Yeah. Last year, I think. I um, haven't
1: I've haven't listened to the whole album, I have to say. I I tried to li- start listening to it like a few weeks ago, but I just got stuck. I um
0: too- it's very it's very lovely like you can't you can't not bob i know it makes you so happy everyone in the room is smiling
1: i love i love (laughs) this song so much
0: um so full disclosure i didn't know who cartoons was which is it's exciting for me to to find new to find new music that Mm -hmm. i actually like right um how did you find it or was it did you stumble upon it
1: i stumbled upon it um spotify recommend maybe yeah probably it's probably like a weekly recommend or i was like surfing and clicking and finding things that i liked
0: but um well i didn't learn too much about it the album's called homegrown it was released 2022 and the person behind cartoons cartoons is spelled c-a-r-r-t-o-o-n-s is somebody by the name of Ben Carr who is the producer of the album and then Mental he brings in people, people to, to feature. Yeah. And there's some really good features on it. I I listened to, I actually went got through the whole thing today.
1: Oh, did you love?
0: Yeah, I really loved. It got, it gave me like um Leon Bridges yeah. vibes sometimes, a yeah. little like a little Anderson Pack. Yeah. Sometimes easy listening like mm-hmm. happy listening good for i was on my commute like a good
1: it like makes sense i like only listen to the first few songs i think um but yeah it it's like complex and like nuanced and like hard to pin down yeah which i really like aesthetically but you it's on such a good Spotify.
0: Song. how do you do you like to Make playlists or like I'm where would it live? Do I you go to this playlist? So, do you go to this album and just play the song, or do you have that song on playlist
1: So, that song is on a playlist, and then I'll go through phases where like I go through songs on my playlist and try to listen to the album to see if there are other songs that I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I used to be a whole album person, but yeah. then now with the advent of like streaming, I'm more of like a song person. Um, but yeah, I have a playlist for every like season of the year. And I archive it every season, so I I'll have like winter twenty twenty two, spring twenty twenty two, when uh, summer twenty twenty three when that will happen, and then like I'll like go back and listen to old playlists to like remind myself of the time that I was in. If that, that makes is sense,
0: because so I'm sweet. a very nostalgic
1: person, and I love to but feel. So
0: first off, you're thinking in seasons like fashion, yeah, so just you know does that correlate to do you make those lists to correlate to what you're working on
1: that as well which is how i got to like organizing it chronologically i guess or archiving it that way Mm -hmm. um because with every collection i usually have a running playlist of inspiration well i wasn't gonna i know it's so
0: (laughs) weird with these pods we it's like i i don't know why i purposefully try not to go deep into the person's oeuvre of like what you do for a living i I feel like this pod's not about that but you have like a you have a music director you had a music director at the last show Mm -hmm. um i was privileged enough to have a front row seat (laughs) (laughs) thanks everyone i was in the front row um but there's you're you curate a vibe with the sound Mm -hmm. so it sounds like you're doing that often
1: yeah that's really important to me like Cause obviously the clothes are very important. The set is very important, but also like making people really feel, feel something like very deeply with sound as well. Like in the space. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I always have like my AirPods in, listening to something or some music has to be playing at
0: some point. Does it ever play aloud? Like in the studio, does, mm-hmm. it, does somebody get the aux cord control? Me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a well, dictatorship.
1: It is. But I've I've <laughs> I've given up the reins a little bit, so you know, everyone can have a little turn.
0: Um, how do you how do you I mean, I guess the last the show that I saw there was a person who did the sound design. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be a consistent person that you use all the time?
1: Yeah. So his name is his like stage name is Skype Williams. Shout out Skype. Shout out Skype.
0: Snaps for Skype Williams. Um, Hi, I hope you're listening. Exactly.
1: Love Skype. He probably is. Um, and I met him. I don't even know. Like three years ago, um, at a bar. Like he was DJing, and I was like, this person gets it. Like. I'm I'm very specific with what I like Um, and like going out can be really boring because people play the same shit like all the time and he was like mixing in a bunch of things that didn't really go together but somehow did because they were coming from him Mm. and I really resonated with that and I normally not the person to like approach someone but I was like you're that girl and like I need to know you just approached him (laughs) yeah like I went I went up and I was like hey like I love like what you do like what's your I guess I got his like Instagram or like SoundCloud or something. Um, but ever since then, like he's done the music for all of my runway shows from my very first runway show all all the way up until now. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'll like curate a playlist. Um, and then we'll like talk about the vibe. Um, and then he'll add like sounds in it and like organize it in a way that tells a story and feels like evocative and yeah, he does his thing.
0: That's so great.
1: Yeah. He's really talented.
0: Um, is I don't, I don't know much about, fa- I mean, I'm not in the fashion world, so that's so dorky to say, <laughs> what a dorky thing to say. yeah you're, Why is that dorky? You know, when people are trying to be like, I don't really know about art or like, I'm not really in fashion.
1: I mean, I'm not really, a. I mean, I love art and I went to school for it, but I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough about it to be, to say like I'm an art person. So I completely get where you're coming from. Okay.
0: That's, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I don't know enough about, I know I like fashion, but I don't know enough to say that I could call myself a fashion person. Yeah. But I didn't realize, like the first time I'd heard of of a sound designer, like a music director was when V, Virgil, Mm. was appointed at um, Louis Vuitton Men's. Yeah um or like Louis Vuitton um and hired Benji to be his music director yeah but is but you are I mean is this the thing that people do or just like a couple of geniuses <laughs> who really appreciate I music peop- I
1: think it's been a thing for a while but not necessarily in like a pop culture sense where like people are aware of who is doing the right. thing um, like there's always been sound, and someone's always have had to like curate it, or like there's always been a sound out.
0: designer, but maybe not somebody who had a character at the fore. Exactly, like, right?
1: That like people are talking about are excited to like know, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. Like I spoke to Skype at the at the show. Oh, okay. And I was like, man, he's like, yeah, I did the music. I was like, oh, it's so good. I actually wanted to play. There was a song because you were just making me think when you encountered Skype playing yeah. like DJing a party he played a song. He had I think he has this taste that you think is only yours.
1: Mhm. But, but he knows it? He know it's like it's literally it's v- literally the same, it's, which is very weird.
0: It's weird. This song is a this I'm just going to play everyone. This is a song that played um at your show and I was surprised that he that it was playing. And I was like, "Oh, you did this? Here it is." I'll tell you what it is after. Okay, this is a Alicia Keys, a remix Alicia Keys song. I'm just going to skip ahead for the break. It's so good. So good. The song came on and I was like, who else like, knows the
1: song and who like puts it in a puts fashion it in a show. fashion show yeah
0: um i'm going to let it play in the background till alicia comes in but it's so good um oh it's not yet <laughs> <laughs> so you went up to Skype at a party and i don't mean to call you out too much um y- you didn't just come up to me t but you did have an appreciation I'm going to cut I, I want to get into the story But I'm going to cut the song Everyone just go and, and listen to Google it Google this Feeling me Feeling you Remix It's so good
1: oh, it's So
0: good Shout out Skype Williams I and love this i put this. it in my next show again it your, It's so good it's So good Um, so yeah, you're saying, so you're not, you weren't really in the art world, right? Right. right. But you were an appreciator and are an appreciator of it. Mm -hmm. Can I tell this story? I don't think I've ever told it publicly, but, um, I was the director of another gallery and received a very heartwarming email Mm -hmm. from, um, I think it was you and maybe it was just you on the email. Yeah, I think it was um, just me at the time. And you, an artist that I represented at the time, her name was Jenny Jin Lee, you were a fan Genius. of. It was like you had inspo, you had visual inspo from the artist and just mm-hmm. wanted, you, you had envisioned this thing that could include Jenny's work in yeah. your show. Um, and the way the email was written, I guess I'm not nostalgic enough to have saved it, but it inspired me to respond because i get requests and things like that often and i'm just like i'm sorry we don't you know no solicitations or or whatever you know it's just too many for anyone listening please feel free to solicit i'm not (laughs) telling you you should never reach out for things but sometimes it's just a lot and there's only so much we can do in a space yeah so we had a we had a one-on-one you guys came in and we talked about you what you liked about jenny's ceramic works and how you envisioned them incorporated in your first it was the first CFDA show
1: it was the yeah it was my first presentation on the on the fashion calendar
0: and you had it at the gallery yeah and we did include some Jenny and Jin Lee it was Literally really dream come true it was really great i mean you it, it's just saying you like felt in, inspired and reached out and and saw it there being a collaboration just like you did with Skype
1: yeah I'm very like much a fan of like a cold email or like a cold call or something just because I can be very um not not instinctual but I guess instinctual yeah. and just I don't know like you never know you never I'm always know. like the worst that someone could say is no so I was like let me email let me see like That's what's going so on um but yeah but honestly if like you hadn't said yes or like m- you know. Tried to make something happen or make made something happen. I don't know, like that. I actually would be sitting here. Across no, that you, you definitely. And like I wouldn't have like had that show, and the show would wouldn't be, have been the show that it was. Listen, so. I'm not gonna let you be that Thank generous. You.
0: you would still be here. You might just not be talking to me. <laughs> Maybe. I have we'll the privilege see. of knowing you now because I was able to help collaborate in getting your show. But anyways, it was perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect collaboration. Do you cold call people now? Still, you don't really have to. You're Christopher John Rogers.
1: Well, the gag is Michelle Obama wears your suits. (laughs) She does. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I still cold email, and I still like. I'm I'm a LinkedIn girl. I'm a
0: LinkedIn girl. Yeah. Do you have your own LinkedIn?
1: Yeah. Well, like for for like my personal one. Yeah, it's just says that I work for myself <laughs> right now. So, uh, right, uh, right now. We should yeah. Check, check back later. It might change. It but might change. Right now I work for myself. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm still a cold, call, cold, call girl.
0: I um have a LinkedIn page that I haven't updated, and I'm af- I like to like if I ever want to snoop or mm. get some intel, but I'm afraid that people have that account that can see who looked at your they page. They can.
1: I think everyone can see, right?
0: No, you have to have a certain oh, like level premium. Yeah, like premium. <laughs> or if you're signed out and you want to look, then you, you can't. You can't really access anything.
1: But you know what? I'm also like I don't care. I don't care cuz I'm like I'm looking.
0: Yeah. It's that's what the and page also, is there for, hello? right?
1: You want like they want people to look.
0: That's true. That's the, like why else would they have a LinkedIn page?
1: And then if you're interested, like you'll message me and I won't have to message you.
0: But what if you like I guess this is, I'm, I'm giving too much too many tells as to what I'm doing on LinkedIn <laughs> like what if you just want to
1: what if you're just like perusing Browsing? sure
0: I mean, browsing with like intense to snoop, you know, mm. like you want to know if that bitch still working there. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, that's valid. and then they see, they'd be like, oh, Ebony looked at my profile.
1: She she knows. She
0: knows. I'm mean, like, anyways, I'm overthinking it. Um, I wonder when's the last time I cold called. Actually, I, I do it all the time. Really? Yeah, I do. I pitch things all mm. the time to people I've never met. Um, I'll like write to another curator, yeah. proposing something. I do feel though now that I can toggle into I can use like a David Swerner email yeah. address. people answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hi. They're like, oh, in touch. hello, David Swerner director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before it said shoot the lobster, and I'd be like, hello, is anyone yeah. there? Um, I don't know if this is gonna. S- a- affect how we're recording but i have to taste wait, everyone listening we have these cakes in front of us
1: we have to guess what flavor they what are.
0: flavor they are i got f- these five cute super cute mini cakes we all have forks there's a pink one this one looks like apricot oh uh, yeah there's a blue one and two chocolate one has sprinkles and one doesn't
1: i feel like the chocolate one with the sprinkles has like sprinkles inside fruity, period and like a cream.
0: I'm not a fruit cake fan. I'm not a fruit cake like, fan either. Unless
1: it's creamy. Creamy with fruit flavored flavor. fruit. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, we're gonna have to risk unless we're gonna have to try. You try, try
1: this like carnation. Okay,
0: cake. I'll try this too. Oh
1: <gasps> wait, this is gonna be good. That is what I'm talking about.
0: Is there fruit in it?
1: No, disgusting.
0: Gonna... It might <gasps> be a little stale. It's like
1: a little jam. But you know, I don't hate that. It might be a little stale. I don't hate that stale.
0: Oh, it's not stale.
1: Mm, You don't like it. I do. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) The jam? It's raspberry. It's giving like... It's good. Petit four.
0: It is giving petit (laughs) four. Petit petit. four. Petit four. That's good. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I'm hesitant to try this apricot one though. Why? I don't know. I can... Yeah, you go into it. Taryn, you're missing out on cake. We don't have to play this whole cake segment. <laughs> or we do. Why
1: not? Mm. You're going to like that. Really? You're going to like that.
0: There's an apricot slice on no.
1: that. Well, because if it was what you're thinking, I wouldn't like it either.
0: Okay. This one's good. This is like a kid fun fuddy. Mm. Just like sprinkles everywhere. This looks pretty apricot-y. I like it the color. Long.
1: It's very pretty. Stunning. She's tearing. Is she not?
0: This is exactly what I thought it would be. Like. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. No, it's pretty good. It's not the worst. It could be. It's not the worst. Stunning. So decadent. Mm-hmm. Some, for some reason, these cakes felt, like, appropriate for you as a guest. hmm Like, <laughs> they're...
1: I wish you all could see.
0: Me, too. Well... They're fun. I think I've thrown out to Taryn a few times that we need to get a <gasps> Patreon. <gasps> Stunning. Stop. This is beautiful. Uh, wait.
1: Just a little, like... the. <sighs>
0: The blue Stunning. icing is like, what color is
1: that? It's like,
0: like a poppy rat. Oh, it's rainbow. Oh, with rainbow cake inside. That's really pretty. It's very pretty. The fondant so hard. Do you know where this is from? Mm-hmm. I do. So, you can tell me later. If you want. It's from a place called Ring Ding Bar. That's delicious. Okay, we just have to keep going. There's one more. It's a chocolate. I just want to see what's inside. Cake for dinner. Mm-hmm. This is like chocolate on chocolate. You're not into it? No, sickening.
1: sickening. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: that's the you- winner. That's it. She's very decadent.
1: Mmm but <laughs> sickening. Ringding Bar did that.
0: That's delicious. These two? Top yeah, two. these two are the top. Wonder if we could start getting um Sponsor? sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> we just gave Ringding Bar a crazy plug.
1: That's gonna your ne- your next cold call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, can I send you um? One of my, I do a podcast. I'd like to send you an episode where I plug Ring Ding Bar. Gorgeous. All right. I'm going to play the second song that you sent. Because I think it's, you also said, I've been listening to her nonstop. Nonstop. All right. Here we go, guys. to admit this is Judy Torres everyone come into my arms stunning it is stunning i did not know judy torres
1: me neither until last week
0: you're like a great discovery music guest to have on thanks
1: i feel like not everyone likes my music tastes but it doesn't always agree with everyone but maybe that's a good thing
0: i really like this this um both people or both songs an artist that you chose are new yorkers. Mm. Judy was born in the Bronx. Iconic. Um That's all I can draw <laughs> <Fine>. from. <that>. <laughs> <laughs> um but it seems like she had a little like a decent little career.
1: Yeah. Those are usually like the best girls to find.
0: Yeah, she had two albums. One in 89, one in 92, and then The greatest hits. Yeah, that's really greatest odd. hits. Yes, greatest hits from, from two, two albums.
1: albums. <laughs> I mean, sometimes if you tear, I mean, it is you know, you know.
0: She knew. She was like, I already made two she banging said, albums. She, she said, Y'all are asking for it. You so, want the greatest hits. The whole, but let me just put both albums together and make a double LP. It's the greatest yeah. hits. And this is the only song I've heard from her, but given greatest <laughs> hits. <laughs> so I was just going to ask. So you. You were like, you really just listened to songs since streaming. Yeah. But did you have, was there a time when you had like a book of CDs or how, or like, did you play? Mm, out, yeah. Do, you, even remember, do yeah. you remember proto streaming days?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I was actually talking to my friends about this. Um, I think it's called Girlfriend by Pebbles. It's another like 80s, 90s freestyle song. I played it in the studio during a fitting last week. and. I was telling them the story about how like my dad used to make my mom um cds of just like tracks and I remember um I had asthma growing up so my mom took me to like this clinic to get like breathing treatments like every week and that was the first song on that album that he or that cd that he made for her and it's such a like impactful song for me and I don't know I used to memorize all of the songs on the cds that he would make and like even when the like discs got s- scratched i would memorize when it got scratched and think that was part of the song like oh
0: my gosh
1: as a kid i didn't really know but yeah and then my uncle also um, how cute
0: is your dad making mixtapes for your mom
1: i know right i didn't really get it at the time but it's so sweet, That's so sweet yeah but yeah my uncle uh he gave me my first cd which was like a trance cd so i was in like oh. second grade or first grade and he gave me this like 2000 trance cd it was very like
0: like one of those mixes
1: yeah but like very like berlin like like weird (laughs) but i was so into it and it really informed my music taste moving forward but yeah
0: um i was gonna try and play a little pebbles for everybody yes this is pebbles girlfriend
1: You. I just take the
0: street degree. out the door. You lied your last lie, it's and I've cried sea. my last cry. I'm out the door, babe. This other the fish in the sea. I remember the song. I
1: remember so good
0: song. the music I I'm not sure, but you do. You, you this is like a style of yours. This freestyly, you know, Pebbles, Judy mm-hmm. Torres. Did you like um, Paul Abdul? Love. Who else? Lisa, I mean, Lisa and the Cult Jam. Lisa and the Cult Jam. Um. Um. Treat you so bad. Uh. Maybe that that gives to the genre of music. Yeah. Jody Watley. Icon. I've been really thinking lately about the um phrase adult contemporary. Mm. Because I've written I've written an essay titled Adult Contemporary for a book and I just curated a show called it. Like I I'm, okay. I'm obsessed with adult contemporary <laughs> labeled music. I had a blog called Blot Rock, which okay. was Black Yacht Rock. Okay. <laughs> And, and <laughs> if anybody tries kidding? to Google it, it's still out there. Okay. Um, but I'm obsessed with that sound, and I have been since I was a kid.
1: What and is it? R- wait, define it for me quickly.
0: It's um, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> that's what's so interesting about it. It's I can't.
1: Do you think this is like a contemporary? No,
0: I don't. Here, I'm gonna define. I'm gonna tell you what I think it is. One second. Okay. This is how. I wrote about adult contemporary <laughs> or just in in a very like free style way of what I was thinking about it, so it's inoffensive, pleasurable, and these were like general things that I found when I was reading on how the music was categorized, mm-hmm. popular music from the sixties to the present, which is very vague but i'm i've I've been most interested in a particular time in the eighties, yeah. Um, it's sentimental, mm. um, soothing, highly polished melodies, easy listening, acoustic yeah. guitars. So some of the yeah. some of the artists who fall under the category of my adult contemporary: Michael McDonald, yeah, yeah. Anita Baker, the Icon, Hall and Oates, yeah, Luther Vandross, Kenny Rogers, Air Supply, Carole King, Fleetwood Mac, Lionel Richie, Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Carly Simon. Um Laura Brannigan.
1: Polished girls.
0: Pageant, pa- pageant poli- queens. Polished pa- pageant queens, yeah. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with that term of I, I can't imagine what adult contemporary t- presently is. Maybe it's like Adele. But I'm not into the i pres- I'm not into the current I don't know if they're AC sound. I'm really into this, um
1: I don't know if we have adult contemporary right now. In like an impactful way.
0: It's not this is like a time. This was a time Mm -hmm. that was A C. (laughs) Adult contemporary of your adult contemporary (laughs) of your. The Doobie Brothers. I'm gonna play this. You know, Doobie Brothers
1: No, I never heard of this, but I love
0: this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a mixtape. I'm gonna make you a mix. I'm gonna let it
1: out on the case. She sure. you
0: well. up. <laughs> I can't not sing. It's so good. It's so good.
1: What happened to singers?
0: They're around.
1: (coughs) Very rarely do I listen to people who cannot sing. That's a quote.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what are some, do you listen to, I mean, I wouldn't consider cartoons and Judy Torres pop in terms of its popularity. But do Mm. you, do you listen to, Oh, I'm a pop girl. You're a pop girl. Yeah. You're like a, like what's your pop pop of choice? Like how pop,
1: I can go like I can do hyper pop. I can do like all mm-hmm. the like mainstream pop kind yeah, of. Yeah, like you like, I feel the like pop charts. now.
0: It's okay. Not re- not I do. Really. Everyone. I mean, we like some of it. Like, do you like? I used
1: to, not to like be that person who's do you like nah.
0: Miley Cyrus's new song Flowers? Yes. I don't dislike it. Me neither. That's, okay. That's why it's like pop. I'll put it
1: on. Yeah, like if it's on, I'm like,
0: oh, okay, work. We know the words, which know the word. means it's doing I its know, job, it's right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. You know it's a hit when you absorb the lyrics mm. from your Instagram and walking by a department store
1: from the atmosphere.
0: Because I used to drive. I lived in a, in a world where driving was my reality. Yeah. So listening to the radio. Yeah. You know all of the pop songs. Right. Now I have to kind of make a concerted effort to understand what is playing on radio. Mm. If you listen to hot 97 or whatever, we have like, like, or like what do people listen to now on the radio? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I listened to the radio when I was um, growing up in Louisiana because I was always in cars.
0: That's the thing. It's a car culture yeah. thing, I think. Right. So if you plenty of New Yorkers drive, but I think for the majority in my world, and in my world, I'm not driving to and from work every day. Exactly. So I put on. You put I'm
1: on your streaming. Streaming. What you know, or you're downloaded. But I still songs. know the words
0: to Miley Cyrus's chorus. I don't stream that. How do? How Isn't do you know interest- that? I don't know. Osmosis. <laughs> the media is taking over. Yeah. Um, we have a segment on the show called "Sliding Doors." Okay um have you seen the movie sliding doors no so it's a basically i'd like what i'd like to know from you is there's a moment if there was a moment in your life when like there's something that took you down the path to become the christopher john rogers you are now Mm. and what you're doing and this career and path you're on yeah do you feel like there was a moment when you potentially could have gone down another path like if you went through a different door essentially and if you did go through a different door what do you think you would be doing if not leading your fashion house Mm. what do you think you would be doing if you didn't have this life
1: okay so it's two two sided. so the moment and then what else i would be doing
0: right you can just give you can if there's a particular moment you can speak to it but really it's i want to know if you thought there was if you weren't doing this Mm -hmm. where do you think your life would have gone based on what you were doing in the past
1: I don't know. I think definitely like something that was like about world building or like curating lots of different things to be presented at one time. So there was a time that I did drag when I was in college, Mm -hmm. and um, like I was really touched by drag, obviously through RuPaul's Drag Race, um, but season I think on during season three when I saw Raja, um, and I don't know just the way that she like used her body as a canvas eye roll, but like, <laughs> <to> <laughs> like did an eye roll something. and an air <laughs> quote So <laughs> <laughs> like illustrate something was really like interesting to me and in, in the way that she did it. So like maybe I would have like pursued drag and like used that as a way to explore music maybe and like performance and like putting together like something to be seen, whether it's like through image or I don't know, on a stage. I don't know. Could have been interesting or or something in music, like a producer, I yeah. think would have been really interesting. Um, I used to play the piano when I was little. Oh, really? Yeah. How um, little? Or young, rather, like maybe like ten to thirteen.
0: Because I just, my partner just told me yesterday that if we want our child to have perfect pitch, mm-hmm. they should learn piano now. Because you, the time mm-hmm. to the time to like confirm perfect pitch is has been absorbed is bef- by the age of six. That's so interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. If you teach pitch before, like, as before someone is past the age of six, it's really easy for them to retain and, and catch like to understand. Iconic. Yeah. But you played piano. Yeah. Um, that's still a very creative door. Yeah. I mean, you're still so kinda, no, a non creative. No, 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 oh. no. It should be whatever feels natural. I mean, yeah. So either door would have been creative. I think so, for sure. I'd like to think, yeah, I think if I wasn't doing art, I would be doing music. But a very, very different door Mm. that was possible for me was like super rigid math.
1: Mm. I really loved math. I can see that.
0: Yeah, I wanted to be like actuarial science, math, stats. I loved a math book. I loved a math problem. Yeah. What did you love about it? Um, I like being right. Like I like solving mm, problems. Yeah. And there's such a definitive right and wrong. Right. Math. And I just took to it really young. Mm-hmm. My dad used to give me math problems to solve. And if I got it right, I'd get a dollar. Iconic. And yeah, I loved it. I loved algebra, calculus. Yeah. I, you know, I did all of the A P math things.
1: Wow. How did you get and how did you get into doing what you're doing now? I mean me interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I didn't study art, that's for sure. Oh really? No. Oh my god. I didn't. No. I think I just
1: Sometimes that's the best though.
0: Yeah, best I feel thing. like I had a few lives yeah. before coming here. hmm. But yeah, it would have been a very different door. Very interesting. Our music.
1: If I was about to say,
0: yeah. Music definitely would have been a thing.
1: Can you sing? Are you a singer? No, I'm, a I Shanteuse? have. I have
0: not. I have the opposite <laughs> of perfect pitch.
1: Me too. It's really bad. It's really bad. And it's I, really I bad. I try.
0: It's like there was a time in my life. I think all everyone has a time in their life when they try so hard. I remember one really <laughs> embarrassing time. I I was trying to sing "I Will Always Love You" by <laughs> Whitney Houston. And for I, what? Just like just to sing for me, oh, okay. just to like be dramatic in the bathroom. I was yeah, like eight yeah. or nine or something. <clears throat> and, and I was old. It doesn't matter how old I was. I was young. I was like in junior high or something. But I was in the bathroom just like, you know, looking in the mirror, doing stuff, I'm hanging out, singing to myself, trying to be trying to be a diva before I had there was social media. So if there was, I probably would have recorded myself and posted that. And someone who was in my home, Stood outside of the bathroom the whole time. I was like trying to sing, but I mean, I was trying. I was like putting an effort. Really trying to belt it out. Like I didn't even know what belting meant. You yeah, know? it was totally off key. Like just, I was just like screaming in the bathroom with like Im- like emotion in the mirror. And I walked out, and this fucking bitch who was just a friend of the family was just outside of the bathroom laughing at me. <sighs> I mean, it's funny when you think back, I, I, I was like trying to be really serious, but yeah. I sounded terrible. But wouldn't it be great if we like if I had a wonderful voice and could be a singer?
1: That. Yeah. I
0: mean, I wish I could sing. I know. Me, too. Do you I feel
1: you? like that would be my thing if I could like have another if I could have like an ability or something. Me, another, too. A talent.
0: Another superpower. Yeah.
1: It would be singing for sure. Um, or like a better under or at least a better understanding of like music like I never l- really retained how to like read it or anything yeah I was always just very like okay I know how to play it but
0: you know one of my favorite um unofficial quotes it was this interview that Rick Rubin gave kind of recently but I've been obsessed with it because I feel like it's me with yeah. art <laughs> but he um Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters is interviewing him or is it is it him or is it Harrell? I, fr- I even forget who's interviewing him it's not even that important. It's not, yeah, actually, let me look. I'm gonna look it up.
1: She said, I need to be right, honey
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, i have to f- I have to remember who it is. actuarial science <laughs> we have to be right okay it i'm so I'm mistaken i. There is an interview with Rick Rubin and Pharrell, and there is another another interview with Pharrell and Dave Grohl. I'm mixing them up, Mm. but this interview with um Rick Rubin that I'm thinking of is on CNN with Anderson Cooper, and he is asked about his music musical ability. Rick Rubin is like, I don't, I don't have any musical ability. I can't read music. I can't make music. I don't play instruments. Some of them I can play, but not well. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper sort of asks him, like, well, then why do people come to <laughs> you? Like, what, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. And he says, he's so confident. He's not super overconfident. I, I love Rick Rubin. But he basically says, you know, I know what I like. And I think people trust what I like. And mm-hmm. I've I've kind of proven that I can put things together and trust other people to help me put it together. Ain't it. So good, right? So good. And then I want I like, I'm gonna make a sweatshirt that says Rick Rubin on it and wear it all the time. Because <laughs> um, sometimes that's how I feel. I don't I mean, did you study fat? like did you go to school for fashion? I
1: did, but only as a formality.
0: Because people look for that.
1: I think less now. I think like when I was <clears throat> coming up, it was like you need to have a fashion degree. Or like you need to know how to like make clothes. Yeah. And I feel like now that's less of a thing that you need. But
0: I think the same for me. I knew I wanted to work in art. I wanted to write about it, yeah, and I wanted to curate it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't study art history, so I had I went to school to like a master's to kind of show that I had been taught yes, something. Yes, something. Yeah. But I really just want to do put, what you do. Do what I do, and I don't really know how to do it. a bit like I feel like. I don't know it's like a, this is crazy imposter syndrome that I think doesn't go away for mm. some people.
1: Do you feel like you have that?
0: Sometimes. Yeah, yeah same. I think it I don't think it'll ever go away fully. I don't feel like I'm the master of what I'm doing. I don't think I ever will. And I don't think I think a lot of people are better at it. Not in a way that I feel sorry for myself or anything like that, but I I don't know. Yeah. It's, really I like like, it's really like it's like a come up thing, like though. I didn't study it. I I know what I like. I feel a lot. I feel like self-taught for a lot of yeah. it.
1: I mean, in some ways I can kind of, I mean, kind of identify with that because like, I learned a lot of the things that I liked about fashion. Like I learned a lot about fashion before I went to fashion school. Like I knew all the designers. I knew what a French name was. I knew how to like put something together. Like I knew the history of like costume and fashion and all that stuff. Um, and was like voraciously like absorbing it at all times. And then you know, you do the thing, you graduate, you make up, you do whatever. But then, like, I didn't have certain internships or like, I didn't have certain yep. experiences, which I think um, in some ways I was kind of like, oh, maybe I don't know what I'm doing or maybe like I should have done this thing instead. But, you know.
0: Look at you now. Look at, look at look at us now. Look at us now, baby. Aw.
1: It's pretty sweet. That's it. That's a nice. Also,
0: even from my last gallery and your first show
1: yeah girl
0: <laughs> I mean I the love fact that show that but your, no, this, I didn't mean anything about the show I mean the fact that it was your first oh yeah you know and we do we have like a showroom in downstairs in the viewing room yeah or
1: something? it was pretty cute it was, that was kind of major though people really loved it
0: I know I, and I also it. um what was sad about it for me was that I was in Paris remember it was like a, we and then I f- had to FaceTime you, you guys so I couldn't yeah. actually be there um
1: the girl that had to go to Paris.
0: <laughs> I had to go to Paris. I couldn't be there for the fashion <laughs> show. I was needed overseas.
1: Needed. Um, Emergency.
0: It sounds fancy, but it's not. Okay, we're going coming up to a second segment in our pod, which is called Rapid Fire.
1: Ooh, I'm excited. But also scared.
0: Um, Don't be scared. Okay. Taryn, we really got to get, like, a, I need to get, like, a, A pad with a cart or some like sound effects. Be like rapid fire. I mean, that's good (laughs) enough. (laughs) Or like some rapid fire, like some mood music. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Some adult (laughs) contemporary. Yes. (laughs) Anita Baker. Oh, Anita Baker is one of my top everything. I love, I'm obsessed with Anita Baker. If anyone knows me, you know that I'm obsessed with Anita. And She's having a one-time concert in May. She keeps saying it's her last. Every time she does a concert, it's her last. But she doesn't really tour. Mm. But she's having a concert in May. In, the, in, in in the uh, one of the like auditoriums in Jersey. Okay. Should we go? Yes, we should. <laughs> yes, and tickets are not like it's not like going to a Beyonce don't concert. Know Which is all... like you can be front row. And, and it's civilized, too. People let us sit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like there's some, to There's some like slow groove moments when you don't need to be standing and swaying. Yeah, exactly.
1: When people are doing what? Singing. <laughs> Singing. He says uh, with attitude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you these questions. as qu- I'm going to try and fire them at you as fast as possible. Oh, my God. I'm scared. I'm never fast enough, but um, I'm gonna do my best. Okay. And you just have to answer as quickly as possible. Okay. And they're they're e- it's like either or questions. It's kind of like this mm, psych test. Gorge. You just like whatever comes first. Okay. Ready? And I'm not gonna do anything that's like incriminating or embarrassing. God. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, they should. Maybe I they should get spicier. Maybe I should start mm, making like you should really like
1: or just like it. Maybe like a little. Like a sprinkle, well, sprinkle them in,
0: sprinkle them in see right away my mind goes now. right away my that's mind good. goes like dirty yeah I'm like i'm gonna i mean s- that's also valid and it's like embarrassing for my guests
1: but they can also <laughs> like be like oh i had no comment
0: no that's not <laughs> the game you have to answer yeah. okay we'll try and do this quick ready yes hamburger hot dog hamburger polka dot stripes stripe blue or green blue wine or alcohol alcohol tattoos or no tattoos No tattoos. Well, okay. No tattoos. (laughs) tattoos. That's what you said first. On me, but I like a tattoo. Oh, putting qualifiers on it already. I know. Will and Grace are friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Will and Grace.
0: Uh, That just came up on my screen. (laughs) Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Night or day? Day. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Summer or winter? That's not rapid.
1: Winter
0: <laughs> Is it right? I don't know <laughs> New York or LA? New York Beyonce or Solange? Girl <laughs> Solange Good one Taryn <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one Would you say girl Because it's a no contest?
1: No Because it's hard
0: Oh okay I thought you were like Girl oh, Solange no, it's all hard. the way It's hard TikTok or Instagram?
1: Instagram TikTok
0: uh, Driving or flying? Driving Expensive or Homemade
1: Expensive.
0: Yoga or Pilates. Yoga. Salty or sweet? Sweet. Work or play. Play. Money or happiness? Happiness. Ooh, love or friendship. Friendship. That was pretty Those good. good. we we'll them together. Those are good. We ended on a strong point. You ate that. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank my guest. Thank you so for much for here. having me. Um this was a real treat to chat with you and we don't have to just have a podcast to hang out. Yeah. Remember we went to Tropical. I night? was just about. I, I was gonna bring that <laughs> up. I was gonna bring that up. That's when we. That was really an epic night. I was had so fun. Such a dance party. It was the. I forgot that place existed. Me too, on Elizabeth Street. Yeah. That was that really was fun. fun. That was a really fun. That night. was after. Like, Alex Chavez, Chavez opening. Yeah. So good. Um, and we were dancing for a long time.
1: I know. I had to peel myself off the dance floor.
0: And I took videos of all of us dancing. Do you still have them? I'm sure I do. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. So we should do that more. Let's go let's go now. Let's just go to tropical. (laughs) Let's finish our cakes and go to tropical. And have Um, a have a ball. I want to thank you for coming. Of course. Thanks, Thanks Taryn's in the room. This was fun.
1: Thank you. Shout
0: out Taryn. Shout out everyone listening. Stay tuned for more. I also want to thank Um, my homie Rocky who sent me these amazing Beats headphones that we're using, um, very it makes, it makes our homemade studio feel less homemade. Doesn't this feel professional in here? That's that's what I'm saying. Shout out Rocky, shout out Beats, shout out Blue Cheese, thanks everyone for listening.
1: Jeez. It's blue cheese.